0: You're listening to love talk live
1: with the relationship expert Jamie Bronstein only on LA talk radio
0: hi and welcome to the show we have a great show for you today I have the lovely cat Tremarco with me today hello thank you for having me thanks for coming on the show so cat is a sex coach a spiritual psychology coach, and a published author and speaker. She is the author of an amazing book called Self-Approved, A Guide to Accepting, Loving, and Expressing the Person You Truly Are. How could it be better than that? And she's been featured on lots and lots of great things like Soul Sexy Radio, Good Morning, La La Land, Identify LA, Voyage LA, and Best Self Magazine, and... Even more exciting than all those is that she's been a keynote speaker at the International Wonderlust Yoga Festivals. So, Kat, I am honored that you are here today. It's a pleasure. And mm-hmm. I'm so excited for you to let's just start off with you maybe just sharing what you do, your story, how you yeah. got here, how you um, how you work. Yeah, there's there's two pieces really to my
2: story, and one is was my own transformational journey that sent me into writing my writing and publishing my first book Self Approved and that was almost six years ago exactly hitting an incredible rock bottom after 10 years of drug and alcohol abuse and really just like a lifetime of unworthiness and a lifetime of misperceptions about who I was and what this life was about and a lot of internal pain a lot of internal emotional sadness that manifested as drug and alcohol abuse. And um, almost exactly exactly six years ago was when I hit that rock bottom and made a sudden transformation and completely walked away from drugs and alcohol and embarked on a new life. Um, and that's the journey that I share in my book, is that transformational journey and the processes that I went through. Because was a it was a very intense and deliberate internal journey. Um, so in the book I share and teach those processes and use like my own examples of how I use them but then also like how anyone can use them and create transformation in their, in their life and break out of old identities and break out of old patterns and recreate anew. So it's really what I love about the processes that I teach in the book is that it, it, they're timeless in that it doesn't matter. You don't have to be struggling with drugs and alcohol to use these processes. You just have to want to make a change. You just have to want to create some sort of transformation. So that was, I mean, that was the start of my journey into any sort of like spiritual journey or being in service to others through through coaching and teaching. Um, and then went on to study at the University of Santa Monica for spiritual psychology just adding more tools into my toolkit to be able to help people, really to be able to help people understand their internal worlds. And that was always so crazy to me that all the stuff that we learn in school and nobody teaches us about this internal world that always felt so real and so intense to me.
0: It was cra- yeah. It's crazy. Our internal world is the key to to everything. Yeah, knowing that internal world.
2: Well, and it is everything because we're perceiving through our own internal lens. It's like it's like really it's like you're looking at me and you see an external figure, but I'm in here. And same with you, like you're in there, and that. It's so crazy to me that we don't talk about this more, that we don't learn more about this growing up, about what our emotions mean, what our thoughts mean, how to navigate life, how to navigate relationships. And so that's so much of, of my mission and of the work that I do is helping people understand these deeper subtleties of what's going on inside and how to
0: navigate that inner world to create change, to create transformation. Well, Ann, just her title alone, self-approved. Like I, I just feel like that is so powerful. It's such a message for everybody mm-hmm. to just show up as you. Mm-hmm. Nobody else, just as you. And that, that's easy to do. Well, let's say easier said than done because there's a lot of comparisons in this world. People compare themselves to other people. But when you realize that the universe made you, made all of us so unique, Yeah. and we all have unique gifts, and that all we need to do is show up as ourselves, but also to get to that point, to do the work. Yeah, but can sh- we talk we about what that yes. means? Because I feel like people- Let's talk about it. I
2: feel like we see that on Instagram and stuff all the time where it's like, be, be yourself. yourself, be yeah. your su- true self. And, and it's like, what does that really mean? What does that really mean and it's so interesting that you're bringing this up too because a lot of my clients have been talking about this exactly where they're like I want to know me I want to find me and I I think that we're conditioned to look for that in an external ideal right where it's like I am Jamie the relationship expert and that's my true self or I am cat with tattoos and brown hair right now changes all the time (laughs) but like it's like we look for that self-expression and that true self in the ideal of what it's presented as when in truth again it's that internal journey it's about actually knowing how to tap in to what's inside to connect with our own soul which like you said is so unique for every person I use that line in the book I say we're all like snowflakes like there's no two snowflakes that are alike and, and again, but nobody teaches us that inner journey of knowing self. And then, like you said, expressing self out into the world and, and letting go of fear of judgment or yeah. fear of not fitting in. And I talk about this a lot in the book, actually, as well as it's like there can be such a discrepancy. If it's like who I feel like inside myself, I'm not seeing a representation of that externally in the world and so that must mean that there's something wrong with what's going on inside of me because I'm not having something out here that says like this is who you are this is okay and a lot of people get stuck in that inner discrepancy without really knowing what's going on and that's when Uh, a lot of people have the experience of like waking up in a midlife crisis or waking up and going like I don't know who I am and I don't know like what's truly me and that's what it is is it was like an early abandonment of that of that self of that inner self of that inner alignment um, that then manifests in these crazy ways that actually have been deemed so normal in
0: society but so many people suffer inside because of that And a lot of the work that both of us do is this inner child work. Mm -hmm. Both of us kind of help people to tap into that inner child. That child who just came into the world, they were who they were. It's before the world kind of like, not attacked them, but before they saw that they needed to hide, they needed to stay small, they couldn't express who they really were. Mm -hmm. And so this is what I know both of us do and we really help clients to tap into their essential nature yeah right and then that is one way to access your authentic self yeah yeah absolutely and then that ties in so
2: the work i do with people around sexuality is very much the same in that again i found it crazy that like we grow up we learn nothing about sex in school we learn nothing about our own bodies we learn the
0: birds and the bees but basically but not anything beyond we
2: learn a little bit about our reproductive and you know what it means to be a woman but nothing beyond that and again I found myself um confused and frustrated as I entered relationship and and questioning like If this is such a key piece in relationship why is nobody talking about it why did nobody teach me how to know myself or how to communicate or interact with someone sexually and and further than that it's actually shamed and there's so much that it's like it's bad to talk about or we shouldn't talk about it and it's like how are we gonna engage in something authentically and in in a loving essence when it's bad to talk about anywhere else and so that's a piece of, of what I do as well. The, the sexuality piece is really helping people to, to really truly know themselves sexually and to know their own body and to then be able to embody that, feel comfortable embodying that and to then bring that into relationship with
0: another person. Well, I love that there's a cat, Tremarko, in this world and any other sex coach because I feel I'm just reflecting on my own life and, you know, growing up it's kind of like trial and error it's like oh I dated this guy and this happened then we talked to our friends about it growing up but there aren't it's not like your mom sends you to to a sex coach when you're in your 20s or Mm -hmm. you know and so it's nice that I feel like in our society now we have a you who's saying even to young girls let's talk about it yeah you know you don't have to go through five million trial and errors and yes you know it's great to talk to your friends but it's good to talk to a professional
2: totally. And the, the way that I look at that is the more we talk about it, the more, especially with young people, it's like the more it's talked about, the more solid Then, I mean, no matter, no matter our age, but it's like then the more solid we become within ourselves and it takes away this like icky, uh, sex. Yeah. And that energy around like, there's a lot of fear energy around sex. It just even culturally speaking, and it's like the more we talk about it, the more, we, which, oh my gosh, it's like, th- sorry, this is where I got really passionate. It's like yeah. it's the most normal, natural thing in the world. It's how we got to be in physical bodies. It's, like, how, it's we how we, we got to babies. be. babies. Uh, yeah, like you've got a little one. Yes. It's how we get on the we planet. We have sex. <laughs> how can there be like so much um, hiddenness yeah, or I like, like don't talk about it? And it's like, it's how we're all here. So right yeah Yeah, that's why i feel so passionate too but like coming on air and 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 making these conversations more public and and even so i would invite anyone like if someone ever feels if you ever find yourself feeling like triggered by hearing these conversations um or it brings up like uh, funky energy in your own body it's like that's good because that's what we need to come up to dismantle it, to normalize something that is so incredibly beautiful. It's really the most beautiful experience that two people can share together.
0: It is, and I love that you truly do help people like destigmatize it, you help people Mm -hmm. reframe it. Um, Yeah, I mean, and there is something called making love, which Mm -hmm. some people forget about, but really, you know, that is how you do create life and life is Mm -hmm. love. So I'm sure that some of the work you do, also besides for like the empowerment and all that stuff that you do, but really also getting back to, wow, find someone that you truly love and make love, mm-hmm. and spend time making love. Yeah, and that, well, I'm like I'm trying
2: to see how I like how I feel feel about that. I'm an advocate for knowing self and engaging in what feels good to self so if that's making love i believe that every experience is enhanced by making love and i feel that it's so much about like what feels in alignment for you right now because we make things with sex like this is right this is wrong this is good this is bad um like sex outside of marriage is bad like there's all these like constructs that we buy into or that we're taught around sexuality and it prevents people from living their true pleasure and and experiencing the true pleasure in their body um uh yeah so so that's a piece of it for
0: sure yeah so I was just saying like with couples mm-hmm. when you're in a couple and you Love your partner in that couple. Yeah, to kind of emphasize getting back to that. This is about love, also. Yeah. However, I totally agree with you that you know these young people that are just not in a relationship. Absolutely, as long as you're safe. Yeah. Wear a condom. You know, as long as you're safe. Absolutely, get empowered. Do do what you need to do for pleasure. Why not? Yeah. 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 With the relationship piece,
2: I always say that sex can like when i'm teaching a workshop and stuff i say sex can be the piece in relationship that builds love connection and intimacy or it can be the the thing that drives a wedge in between it and since it's often for many people the that's the one person that you're experiencing that with why not have it be this beautiful communicative act where it it creates more love and intimacy and the piece about like I think that it doesn't matter if someone's what age someone is um i actually had someone at one of my workshops recently and i was talking a lot about relationships and how we build love and intimacy and sexual connection in relationship and she said she came up to me at the end and she was probably i want to guess like in her mid-40s and she said you know i loved everything you talked about but you didn't talk about what if i just want to have sex for pleasure not inside the container of like a relationship and I thought that was beautiful because she was very in tune with herself and and very aligned with like that's where I'm at right now so that piece around I think it like eight young people of course it's like if we can teach them that's really young even more important but it's like teaching like what is aligned for you right now in this moment or in this stage in your life um and i just thought that was beautiful because it was like there again there is no right wrong good or bad with this but it is what's right is like being in a lot aligned with like what feels true for me and what feels good for me in here in my body in my heart in my soul right now and how can i honor that
0: i love it Mm -hmm. and everybody at different points in their lives are gonna go through different things that works for them. Mm -hmm. And ideally, nobody needs, nobody should judge that. You Mm -hmm. know, like if somebody is just saying, I really just want to be like kind of going around, not really settling down and just having Mm -hmm. relationships or, you know, not long-term relationships and just having sex here and there, then yeah, we all need to honor that ideally. More importantly they need to honor yeah themselves absolutely and then maybe at some point they might want to settle down and have a relationship but totally we all have our own souls curriculum mm-hmm. which we know and just for all of us to honor ourselves and then for people around us ideally to respect that mm-hmm.
2: and I, I love that because it ties back into what we were talking about in the book as well because I feel like finding our true selves is not a, found it, yeah. like, here I am. Hallelujah! <laughs> forever, <laughs> forevermore, like, never gonna change. Yes, this it's is like, me. yeah, it's like, it's a constant inner journey of like, what is my true self right now? Mm. And and like you said, it's like, that can change, that it, or whether it's around sex or anything in life. For me, it's like even, um, I'm like, right now I'm like pescatarian, like I eat fish but not uh, other meat. But there's times in my life where I'm not eating any meat. And there's times in my life I go out for dinner and I'm like, I really feel like I need chicken right now. And so it's even in these subtleties, right? Of like what what is true and aligned for me even in my food choices right now. But again, we look for that outer label, that outer yeah. construct to define self. And, and like, okay, so this is who I am. Like I'm vegetarian or I'm vegan or I'm... No hardcore meat and potatoes and it's like we need to shift back to true identity which really is true inner spiritual I I don't even want to say spiritual because if someone's not spiritual it doesn't matter it's like your inner relationship with yourself and
0: operating in all areas of life from that place so I always think of Madonna when I think about like reinventing Mm -hmm. yourself because she has gone through so many different re you know invention (laughs) inventing herself and it just speaks to what you're talking about, yeah. about how we go through life and, yeah, we don't need a label. We're like, I'm going to be like this now. This is what I need now. I do feel like, and I think you would agree, that, our, that we do have a core authentic self, and that Absolutely. does not change. Mm-hmm. But what you're saying is that depending on what go- goes on in your life, how you experience life, mm-hmm your outlook your what your what your needs are yeah. changes as you yeah go through life but your core person your core let's talk self. about
2: let's talk about what that core is because I think a lot of people feel like yeah that makes sense intellectually but yeah. if I feel like actually and this is a process that I used when I got sober it's like if I feel like this is me how do I know what is that core and what is not right so it's like Let's talk about, to share with everyone, what are some of the key qualities or the key inner knowings that are, okay, this is my core, like this is my true identity and everything else is an expression, an avenue through which I express this, this core, this truth, this true self
0: i feel like at a very simple level it's about intuition Mm -hmm. it's when you are intuitive and you're going around in this world and you're feeling does this feel right to me Mm -hmm. you know does this feel like me when you really take Mm -hmm. the time Mm -hmm. to really look inside feels like home feels like home it Mm -hmm. feels comfortable but not in like that comfort zone way but Mm -hmm. it feels yeah it feels with you're walking through life kind of flowing and with ease, mm-hmm. not doubting, not second guessing, not should I do this, should I not when you are in that flow mm-hmm. and you're just going through your life, you're getting out there, you're doing what you love doing, you're in relationships and there's not this constant, I don't know how I feel, and then you're talking to all your friends and you're going to the coaches and you know, which obviously coaches can definitely help you get clear. I'd say go to a coach more than a friend, not that a friend isn't not good, but you know, go to a coach. We're saying don't go yeah. to your friend. Go Comed to a, a coach. <laughs> um, but yeah, you know, just yeah. it's about it's about looking inside and using your intuition yeah. and the whole intuition thing. I understand that that also can seem kind of far-fetched, but really also that is pretty simple once you start practicing the muscle.
2: Again, it's it's that it's, we were never taught this. Right, like we no weren't one taught teaches this you intuition. like, hey,
0: you have this inner
2: guidance tool that is helping you in every moment yeah. make decisions, align with what is true for you, but we weren't taught. And that's what I teach in self approved Like I have a whole chapter on intuition, I have a whole chapter on like uh, um, our internal emotional guidance system to help people like tangibly understand the difference in in that guidance in in that that feeling and a big piece of that is recognizing when the voice when the dialogue when the emotion and the feeling is not that core knowing home and that sounds like the voice of doubt, the voice of hate, it feels like not loving self. It Doesn't feels feel like good. self-critical, self-judgment. It feels like judgment towards others. It's like that is not true self. Because see, some people even even misconstrue this and step into like, I'm my authentic self. And that means that and it's like, mm, not so much.
0: Um, it should feel peaceful.
2: <laughs> it should feel peaceful and loving and light and I'm fun. my authentic self. Yeah, ah, accept me. <laughs> yeah no but this I want to talk about that that piece around identity because this is a tool that I used when I got sober and I was actually talking with my coach this morning actually just a few hours before I came here and we were talking about this piece around because we are constantly and like you said with Madonna reinventing the next version of ourselves. Mm-hmm. And so when we're identified with these things as who we are, we a can't move past them, but we also have to tap into um, the identity of what we're becoming. So for me, when I literally 10 years of drug and alcohol abuse and one day went, I'm done, I what I did was, and I talk about this in the book as well, is I created a new identity. And I stepped into that, and it, it, that takes commitment. It takes um, a dedication to the inner processes because people in your life are still going to yes. reflect to you the old identity, the yeah. old version of who you used to be. So you have to have like an internal uh, commitment to the new self, to the new identity,
0: as you and step an into internal it. Internal strength,
2: an internal strength, strength courage, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely, and yet Solidness. I feel like we're we get to be in that process all the time and once we're identified with the true self as that loving being it's like okay now anything else that I do that I be in this lifetime is like an a self it, it's an identity that I choose to wear you know it's like a way through which I choose to express myself but a lot of people are identified with the expression as who they are so if that thing changes there's crisis, there's internal crisis, whether it's like, oh, I'm a, I'm a wife and I'm like one of this whole and that relationship changes, ide- there's an identity crisis or a, like, who am I now? And it's the same thing, like um, highly successful people can do that with their work as well, right? Like, it, it's like, I am, yeah, Kat Trimarco, the author and, and coach, but that's an expression through which my soul is, is expressing. I'm not identified as like, if this label goes away, I go away. And it yeah. sounds simple, but so many people yeah. think who they are, are these, these um, outside constructs and that's limiting. When we open up to this authentic self, we free mm. ourselves to get to step into different identities and therefore really truly become like the creators and the manifestors of our own reality and over and over and over and over again and life becomes a playground. It becomes fun. So
0: much fun. It becomes like this is amazing. So what I wanted to reflect back to you and talk more about is the, I love that you were talking about, you know, when you show up as your evolved self Mm -hmm. and people in your life still look at you as Mm. the person from the past and then really what is the is the key is to if if you show up in your loving and any type of judgment will not it's like you have like this shield where like any judgment would bounce right off Mm-hmm. You don't internalize it. Mm-hmm. and the more that you don't let any judgments or opinions or anything come in, the more that you completely just get to you own it, yeah. and the less that that anybody in your life would want to judge because they don't they know that they can't like permeate. yes, and it can't permeate your energy totally,
2: which is an inner process and that's where it becomes essential to tap into the new identity and strengthen the new identity. Strengthen. Strengthen the new, yeah. and that's where working with a coach or someone who can help you see you as that new identity and help you strengthen that new version of you because it sounds easy that it's like oh it doesn't matter what that person thinks but I'll tell you when when you're trying to walk away from like a life of 10 years of drugs and alcohol and your whole community is like but we drink that's how we socialize And that's all you know, and we all have a version of that. You know what I mean? It's like, that was my version, but we all in any moment in time have that version of like, people see me as this, so therefore, if I try and change, they're going to try and hook me back in because it makes other people feel extremely uncomfortable when you start progressing into something. So it's like like my kind of, okay, this is your homework. Anyone who's listening is like, what is your version of that? What is your version of? I'm ready to change this thing, or I feel like I've outgrown a certain construct in my life. Um, but it's my normal. It's it's like this box I'm stuck in, and it's what everyone else sees me as. Like, what is your version of that? Like, what is what is your construct of that? And really be honest with yourself. This is a big piece I give my clients when I'm working with someone one on one. Is you got to get honest with yourself about what's going on inside where am i truly not happy where are things not working where am i not in alignment with that inner truth and get that help to to build the new identity and and step into it because that's freedom that is freedom in this lifetime there is no material there is no amount of money there is no relationship there is no any amount of sex that can sex i meant to say success i was gonna say success and i said sex (laughs) sex or success that can create that that like the the freedom is that inner alignment and then expressing that allowing yourself to express
0: that and oh do we have a caller i think we might have a caller hi do we have a caller hello yeah hi Hi, who's this?
1: This is James Chu. Who's this?
0: Hi, welcome to Love Talk Live. You're talking Hi, to James. Jamie. and I have my guest Kat Tremaco on today. Do you have? All
1: right. Did you call because you have me. a
0: question, sir?
1: I do. I do have a question, actually.
0: Okay, great. Um, this
1: question. Wait, is, first
0: of all, before we go, it's on, for, James, where are you from?
1: Yeah, I am from Los Angeles, California.
0: Hi, Fantastic. James. Fantastic. James, my husband calls me James, so we kind of have the same name.
1: Oh, so you want me to... Uh,
0: you can address you me as James. You want to change my name? No, you can address me as James if you'd like to. Okay.
1: Anyhow, Okay.
0: What what's your question?
1: Okay, so my question is for Kat. Yes. And I wanted to know, do you have, like, any rules, like, in the sex area with different people where you're like, okay, this is a rule where you don't want to cross this line because it'll like, you know, it may lead to consequences you don't want to deal with. Like, let's say, you know, somebody is getting out of a marriage or, you know, there's other life circumstances involved. Now is that something that would come into, um, your decision-making process? You know, like, you know, as you say you check in with your authentic self and then you go into your intuition and it's like, okay, well, I feel an attraction towards this person, but it's like, it could be messy or something like that.
2: I feel like it's it's a broad question. Are you asking for myself personally or if I was helping guide someone through it? Or is there like a real specific situation unfolding in your life that you want to um, like outline and I can really then like laser in on it and do a bit of coaching around it?
1: Hmm. Um,
2: vulnerable putting you on the spot. Because well, I can answer
0: it in a wrong sense, have said but last I think name. I'm like,
1: because I, I go around and I'm like, okay, well, I have chemistry with a lot of different people.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And and then it's like, well, I could potentially say like, oh, yeah, like that person I would like to engage with. Like I, I'm i attracted to that person. But then yeah. I'm like, oh, well, wait a second. Like that person, you know, is like in a relationship or that person you know, is not available. But so then I kind of have this thing inside where I take like two weeks and then it's like, and in two weeks, if I still feel that way, then maybe I want to take some more action. But if in two weeks I don't feel that way, then I try and let it go. And are you in a,
2: like, are you in a committed primary relationship or are you single? No, actually,
1: no, I'm single. I'm single. So I was in a relationship for three years and I've been single for like three months. And, um, I'm seeing, you know, like a lot of nice potential mates and girls that I would yeah. consider, you know, dating or having a long-term relationship with. And these are some of the thoughts that, that are in my head. It's like, well, okay, that girl, I like that girl, but she's got like this going on in her life. Or, I, you know, I like that girl. And then I'm like, well, if I was to engage in there, then I would have to deal with all this, you know, this other stuff that comes along. So it's kind of like, I guess I'm looking at it, maybe I'm overthinking it. I don't know, you know. So, I'm like trying to look at the whole picture, I guess, before I engage sexually, because then it's like once I do that, I feel like I'm all of a sudden in this person's life.
2: Right. So, are you you asking if. And then it's
1: like you're opening up a whole karmic field with this person, and then it's like, oh, I just entered this person's life, and now it's like, you know, so I'm kind of like doing my homework first. I don't know if that makes sense. Maybe you can you articulate it your well.
0: question? I
2: right. think it makes sense, and there's a few pieces I want to touch on, and 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 tell me if this lands for you, or if this resonates with what you're asking, with what you're asking specifically. Um, uh huh. Communication is a huge, huge piece in it, and this is a big part of what I teach, men and women and couples Mm. because we create so many assumptions based on like it's what I'm hearing from you is that there's a lot of assumptions about what you entering her life or entering like literally her body would mean to her or how that would affect her life in other areas and so the first piece would be like there needs to be actual communication around that to to identify like is this actually true for her or am I making up these stories or these projections mm. of what might unfold in the future based on that and and that's where I feel like sexual and relationship communication is so important because it's like if two people are both looking for like let's just have a one-night stand or let's just be physical there doesn't need to be all this karmic like repercussion or opening up a karmic door in that when both people are aligned energetically and there's a verbal communication around that. That's the way I see it. Um, But if it's like... Yeah, I like that. If it's like competing intentions, like two people have different intentions and there's no communication around it, that's when it becomes messy. That's when it becomes... um, The energy becomes weird and that's where there needs to be communication.
1: Yeah, I think that's a really good point that you said that and yeah. uh, the communication part. I think if you lay it all out, like or if you cover like what's important, then that really cleans it up nicely.
2: D- does that answer what yeah. you were asking or is there another piece or does that um, cause something to go deeper? No, I that, you have another
0: that, question? That, act-
1: that actually does answer it. That does answer it. Yeah. I think clear communication for me um, is kind of like maybe the part I was overlooking. It's like, you know, if there's a part that's not 100% clear, well, engage it. Like, don't, you know, like not look at it and hope it doesn't bite you in the butt later.
2: Totally. Two pieces in that that I want to give you and anyone listening, because everybody has their own version of this in some way, is before communicating, getting clear within yourself on two on two pieces, two things. And one is if I take judgment out, right, like we were talking about about judgment, if I take out the rightness or the wrongness of my desire and around sex man we have so many rights and wrongs around desire so it's really doing the emotional work to clean up like w- if there are no rights and wrongs here and I really truly just tap into what is my desire with this person and then getting clear on what is my intention so it, it might mm-hmm. be like my intention is to build a committed relationship and event that eventually moves into marriage and communicating that or it might be i'm not looking for a relationship i really want to have some amazing sex and some amazing physical chemistry so it's like there is no right wrong good or bad with any of any spectrum within that but it's going in with the clarity of like what is it that i truly want what is my intention here and dismantling all the garbage of the right, wrong, good or bad around it, and then going into communication with that clarity, um, and that's like that's true honesty, that's true authenticity um, to me. And I've navigated these conversations with partners multiple times. And in truth, it's like it's easier said than done. It's scary. It brings. It can bring up some stuff. It feels really vulnerable. But at the end of it, it's like. Oh, oh, I just like I honored myself, I honored what's true for me. And, mm-hmm. and how can that person ever be upset or angry or when
0: you're truly in alignment within yourself and communicating from that place? I have a question for you about yeah. your life. So you start dating this guy, you're on one date. Do you personally bring up sex and what you need and what your intentions are right away? Does it depend on the guy, does it depend on the situation? Such a good
2: question. Yeah. Um, So for myself personally, it's a bit different for me because I do work around sex coaching. Um, It's usually that has come up a little bit at some point of like, well, what does that mean? What is that like? What do you do like? What does that mean? Yeah, because your job comes up obviously. exactly, and so I explain. I explain that. That being said, like I've been on dating sites, and I don't list sex coach. Like I say, spiritual psychology coach, author, speaker, because yeah. I don't want to um, like attract the wrong energy, yeah. or um, I want that to be a conversation I have with someone in person. I like that. But aside from that, I don't have it on like a first or or second date. I uh, uh, no, but I would say like third, fourth date, if I'm feeling someone and mm. I'm seeing it move in that direction. Yes. And that's what I always talk to people about and tell like whether it's a workshop I'm teaching or one on one coaching. It's ludicrous to me that we don't have these conversations like, well, let's wait till we're like, you know, till it might happen. And then let's talk about it. Like how less intimidating is it? How much more comfortable is it to have? Uh, an open conversation at dinner or coffee when there's a safety and uh you know you're not going into the bedroom together and and build that and and get clarity on that um so that being said, like there's obviously way more than we would have time to go into today, but there's like to me there's stages of communication of like the initial conversation in dating and then there's like the the in-the-bedroom conversation around the specifics of desires and that's a big piece of what I teach as well Is like because that gets really vulnerable around well, can you touch me like this can you do this can you do that that can bring up a lot of fear in people a Mm -hmm. lot of vulnerability so to me there's like the stages of, of communication
0: and I really just honor you and I love what you do because once again we nobody is taught this you know you're nobody's taught to like speak up in the bedroom some people naturally they just do Mm -hmm. but I'd say most people really don't and then you have to you have to exercise that muscle throughout life as you get older and most people don't really feel comfortable till they are older so I love that you're doing this for all ages and especially like the young people who you know are kind of just starting out in their spiritual journey totally does that James
2: did did I answer your question
1: James, um, sorry to interrupt. I was just going to say that was so helpful, and I really acknowledge you, Cat, because it feels like you're really masterful in this area. Yeah, and um, so I appreciate your feedback. And um, I would, I would just ask one more question, yeah. and that would be about like once you're in the marriage stage, mm-hmm. and you know, it's like maybe you've been married for a few years or however many years, and let's say it's like the initial honeymoon stage has perhaps worn off. Yeah. Um, what do you do at that time? If like sex, you know, maybe like it goes through phases where maybe it becomes less interesting, or it's like not. Um, I don't know. You're attracted to other people. I was just curious because I know this could probably have many answers. Actually,
2: totally. But my brain, brain is mean, like, there's this, yeah. there's this and there's this and there's this and this. Amazing question and one of my favorite subjects and and topics because I I've, I've never been married, but I've found myself in. I mean, I could share my whole. There's a whole journey that led me into doing the sex coaching, um, but I was in like a virtually sexless relationship with a person that I loved so much, and uh-huh. that's confusing. Of like, what's going on? Why aren't I turned on? Do they not want to have sex with me? Do I not want to have sex with them? Like, what's going on? And again, nowhere to go and talk about it, right? Because nobody's talking about this stuff. So it's like I'm s- there's suffering alone. Um, so there's a few pieces that I pull into that, like when I'm working with clients on that. And so I view sex holistically. So I look at it from physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual. And... Um, with the physical aspect, I'm actually a trained and certified erotic blueprint coach. The erotic blueprints are, is a body of work of a sexological body worker named Jaya. So it's one piece I use in my work and, and I help um, people to actually map out how their body is physically and somatically wired to receive sexual pleasure because we're not all wired the same. And so often if there's um, a disconnect in yeah. in chemistry, it can actually be that your partner is not being fed in the way that their body receives or vice versa. You're, even if you're having sex, this is the crazy thing, even if you're having intercourse, there's deeper pieces to, to these blueprints that it's like, you can be going through the motions of intercourse, but not truly being sexually satiated. So in that situation, I help mm-hmm. um, couples map out how each of them is wired physically and and learn how to feed each other, um, like feed each other sexually. And, and then I look at the emotional aspects and the mental aspects, because sometimes there's a story present, like a cycle, psycho- like a, a framework internally of um, if someone's stuck in a pattern of criticism right of cr- continually judging and criticizing their partner it's like we can't be in a framework of like you're doing this wrong you're doing that wrong i don't like how you do this like you i don't like the way you look like this and da da da, da and then go have passionate sex with that person and enjoy it so that's a mental piece that's a like we need to we need to rewire your brain and how you perceive your partner which is usually someone who's also self-critical So that's like I pull in all these pieces and that's why I'm so passionate about this work I do and where I do feel I'm very masterful because there's sex therapists and sex coaches that work on the physical level where it's like, okay, well try this technique or there's this toy and do this. And it's like if there's mental and emotional and spiritual kind of blockages happening or things that need cleaning up, that's not going to help. And we can't just look at the inner world. We have to look at it all. So that's where I go in like examining all of these pillars um, with whether I'm working with a one person or a couple and and optimizing in
0: all of those pillars. Kat is very well versed at what she does. She's amazing. I think she might have just gotten a new client. (laughs) Yeah, James. If you want to know more, um, <laughs> James might be calling you. Yeah, I'll. Uh, well, I
2: guess if if someone's jo- if you're joining live on Facebook, but I'll just give my e my business email yes, as well. Because we do have to wrap
0: up. So for anyone, are we done already? Oh, oh my gosh! Could so ever, how can people find Cat?
2: Yeah. So um, you can find me email uh, contact at cattramarko.com. So that's c o n t a c t at K-A-T-T-R-I-M-A-R-C-O.com. if you want any information on coaching, on how to work with me. I have an in-person, um, I do in-person events and workshops. So if you want, I have one coming up in August if you want to learn about that or come to that single partner, uh, partnered, whatever. Email me. I can send you more info. Um, And find me on social media. On Facebook, it's Kat Trimarco, K-A-T, space T-R-I-M-A-R-C-O. And um, on Instagram is K-A-T underscore T-R-I-M-A-R-C-O. And my book, Self-Approved, is on Amazon.
0: Yes, and you have a deal or something right now?
2: I actually don't. It's not going to be on until um, August. I I pushed Mm -hmm. it back. I wanted to put it on for my six-year
0: sobriety anniversary so i will be running a special on it then but in the meantime so follow her and she'll be announcing and as always you if you have any questions you can find me at therelationshipexpert.com, and you can email me at jamie j-a-i-m-e at the um thank you so much kat for coming today on the show you were amazing i feel like our viewers were inspired and I'm, I'm assuming you're gonna be getting a lot of phone calls yeah
2: and i want to say thank you james for um calling in and your vulnerability to ask your questions and i feel like you opened up um for a lot of people like you got to be the voice for maybe what a lot of people who are watching or are going to watch the replay are feeling experiencing and so especially. i want to just acknowledge and honor you for for calling in and, and asking those questions and um opening that and door
0: especially men so that's great mm-hmm. you know because a lot of women watch the show and men aren't as comfortable as you know to being vulnerable so thank you James also yeah
1: well thank you so much for sharing with me and openly communicating with me I appreciate you both uh Kat and Jamie and um yeah many blessings
0: blessings to you too everybody have a great night we'll see you next time
1: You're listening to Love Talk Live with the relationship expert, Jamie Bronstein, only on LA Talk Radio.